Every day when we wake up, we step into battle. It's our decision to have a good day or a bad day. I say stand up, get ready for the day, and walk in victory. Now on to the intro. Carly Rockin' in the School of Life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! All right. Hey, guys, what's up? Hope you're having a great weekend or are we heading into a great weekend? Hope you're having a hope you had a great week. I hope you enjoyed last week's show. Um, here I am. It's me talking about something. I can make sure I almost forgot to throw that in there. <laughs> Maybe I should not throw that in there anymore. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, walk in victory. Be victorious. Run down the dream. Do that kind of stuff. But first, Make sure to hit the like button, the subscribe button, and ring the bell so that you can get notified every time my videos pop up. <laughs> and you know what? If you if you if you prefer to listen, um, I'm on Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora, and of course, almost every other platform. If you wake up first thing in the morning, you can say Alexa, play 100% Richard podcast, and guess what happens? Alexa plays me <laughs> like a fiddle. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, you know, last, last week I talked about being committed and being all in and doing all that kind of stuff. And, and it, it's, it's really a great way to find yourself when you serve in the church. So I'm just going to kind of continue that a little bit. But you find yourself serving in the church. You find yourself doing more stuff. You find yourself growing because of that. And it's funny because the Bible actually pictures the Christian life in terms of great intensity, a race or a fight or a battle. And it's always described that way. In some, some way, shape or form, you, we hear the terminology more than a conqueror, which I'm actually going to get to in a little bit. We hear the, the, that you're always victorious. You, you, you hear all this kind of stuff. So, so, so really in your everyday life, are you making that decision to be victorious? Are you making the decision to be all in? <laughs> are you making the decision to be more than a conqueror? Are you making, because really it's our choice to do that. He, God gave us this free will stuff, you know? So when we wake up in the morning and we hurt or we're tired or we, we really don't want to go to work or whatever that, whatever happens, you know, in our brains that we really do, we have to stand up and say, I'm just going to walk in victory today. Imagine yourself at the end when all this is done, were you all in? Did you do it all? Did you not retreat? Will you be more than a conqueror? How cool is that? Watch this. Here's Romans 8, 31 through 39. So I'm going to read a bunch of verses today. Here we go. Deep breath. <laughs> what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? That's a question mark there. And he's really going, hey, God is for us. So here's a statement, just this. You could, I know people that could preach for hours on just that. So think about that for just a moment. If God is for us, who can be against us? Now I know sometimes it doesn't look good. I know sometimes it's, it's, it's troubling. I know sometimes we're worried. I know those kinds of things. But we really have to get into that mindset that God is for me. You have to be able to say that. God is for me. 
So who could be against me? He who did not spare his own he who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for all of us, how 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 shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Man, this God is this dude that said, I'm gonna give up my son so that all these people can come to heaven because that was, you know, like the plan. <laughs> who shall bring a charge against God's elect? Who? 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 Who should bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Stop. This is the kind of stuff that we go, man, this is, this is in the Bible. This is the, I think I already told you it's in Romans. And, and you have to stop and go, man, just this verse right here. He, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? It, the, the tribulation that you're going through, the issue that you're going through, the, the stress that you're going through, or the persecution, or, or you know maybe you haven't been able to feed your family because of all this stuff that's been going on. And especially when, you know, if you get fired from your job for not taking a vaccine, how are you going to feed your kids? Are you trusting in God? Are you having that understanding that there's going to be more for you, even though you would go through these things? Now, I know it, it, we will never, today's people will never understand what the Great Depression was like unless you actually, unless your grandparents talked about it, if you're in my generation. But the younger generation has never seen that. I grew up, well, I was born in the 70s, grew up in the 80s. I have to kind of put it that way. So I guess you could say I was an 80s kid. There was money all over the place. People were doing this thing and that thing. Things were good in the 80s. You know, CDs came out. DVDs, well, DVDs didn't come out till the 90s, but you know. <laughs> Technology was going crazy. You know, stock markets were doing great things in, in some places, you know. And so if you grew up in those time frames and you were never told about the history, of the depression when you couldn't buy toilet paper and you couldn't you couldn't buy meat or you couldn't get a job or, or any of those kinds of things, you have to stop and go, man, how did those people get through that? Lots of churches sprung up during the depression. I think that's kind of interesting. So go check that one out because that's an interesting thought and it's probably because of things like this. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword separate us from the love of Christ? No. As it is written, for your sake, we are all killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Verse 37, for I am persuaded, this is Paul, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor, nor angels or principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate you from the thing that God has done for you. Nothing can separate you from the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And when you take an opportunity to accept him as your Lord and Savior, you now have a connection with him. You have a relationship with him. And, 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 and yes, it is your free will to go about your business, but we should really be going about God's business once we do that. And that's when I think last week I mentioned being committed and, and staying all in with your church and staying all in. But you have to also stay all in with the life of Christ. You have to stay in that relationship with him. It is a marriage. And I know that sounds kind of weird, 
<laughs> but I'm going to put it to you this way. I've been married 31 years. I've told you this before. And I've had my wife on. We've talked about marriage stuff. And you know what? You have to be committed to the person on the other end of that in order to be more than a conqueror in life. You have to be committed to the thing that you have to do in order to be more than a conqueror in life. You have to be committed to the people around you that you've chosen to have in your circle in order to be victorious in life. You, In order to be victorious, you have to make decisions every single day to actually be victorious. You have to wake up in the morning and you have to say, hey, guess what? I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to enjoy life. I'm going to run after the things that God has for me to run after. And today is going to be awesome. You have to be able to say those things because God is on your side. God makes you more than a conqueror. If God is for us, who can be against us? Right on, right on.